Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Shabbat Shalom, wherever you are, in your homes, in isolation, in social distancing. We are living through an unprecedented time right now where it feels like the world has just turned upside down. Is there wisdom to be gained from our weekly Torah portion in this moment? There very well might be. This week we begin a new book of the Torah, the book of Vayikra, or Leviticus. This parsha, which is also called Vayikra, is about the ways that we communicate with God and with each other, and about the ways that we give. As this portion opens, the tabernacle, the sanctuary in the desert that's called in Hebrew Mishkan, has been completed. Moses completed the work of building the Mishkan at the end of the book of Exodus. And at the beginning of this book, it says, Vaikra el Moshe, Vaidaber Adonai Elav, Me'ohel God called out to Moses and spoke to him from within the tent of meeting. The rabbinic commentators have a question. They want to know, if Moses just finished all this holy work, why wasn't Moses in the tent of meeting? Why did God have to call to Moses? And they answer that maybe Moses was afraid of the holiness of that place that had been built. And so God has to call from within it and say, enter, I need you. This relationship is important. That's a message we need to hear right now because we're in a time of social isolation. And although we can't physically enter one another's tents, so to speak, we can still call out to each other, vayikra. We can still be in touch to remind each other how important these relationships are. In fact, you might say that during this time of isolation, we have a responsibility to reach out to each other in just that way. So anyway, God calls to Moses And now the content of this portion and of this book can begin. And what's it about? Sacrifice, priestly matters. That's why this book is called Leviticus, which comes from the word Levi or Levi, which was the name of the priestly tribe. The portion goes into a great deal of detail on how the ancient sacrifices were offered in the temple. We have information about the olah, the burnt offering, the mincha, the grain offering, the zevach shlamim, which is called the well-being offering or thanksgiving offering, as well as other kinds of offerings that have to do with sin and wrongdoing. So we struggle with this Torah portion because we no longer have this mode of worship. We don't sacrifice. And in a sense, the idea of giving our stuff to God is something we struggle with. We don't believe that God needs our stuff. But there is still wisdom to be gained here. First of all, the language of sacrifice matters. In English, the word sacrifice means to give up something valued. And when we think about giving in that way, we create a paradigm where giving to someone else, whether it be God or another person, means giving something up. It's kind of a zero-sum game. If I give it to you, it means I don't have it anymore. But that's not the traditional Jewish paradigm for offering to God or for giving at all. In fact, that's not even the Hebrew word for sacrifice. The Hebrew word for an offering is korban, which doesn't mean to give up at all. It means to draw closer or to draw near. So according to that language, making an offering to God is an act of drawing closer to God. 
And that's a very different paradigm of giving. This is a paradigm where if I give to someone else, I'm focused not on what I'm giving up, but instead on the drawing near, on the relationship that I'm building. Right now, we're living through a time where quite a lot is being asked of us. Some of us are shopping for people in quarantine, taking care of them in the ways that we can. Others are at home full-time with kids, helping them with schoolwork, keeping them entertained, helping them stay calm in this difficult situation while trying to work full-time. It's quite a lot that's on many people's plates right now, and it's not like our level of anxiety was low to begin with. The Torah seems to be trying to remind us that when a lot is asked of you, you have the choice to see it as a sacrifice, as a depletion of resources, or you have the choice to see it as a korban, as a drawing near, a building of relationship with others. And the difference between those two, I believe, is in how you take care of yourself. We can look to the Midrash for this lesson. Verse 2 of this portion begins with the Hebrew words, Adam ki yakriv, literally, when a person makes an offering. Now, the word Adam means person, but it's also a name, Adam, as in Adam, the first person in the Bible. And the Midrash seizes upon that to say the following, quote, May your offerings be like those of Adam, belonging to you and not stolen. That's a weird statement. What does that mean? Adam never stole anything to offer to God? Don't pay your temple dues out of laundered money? I think the real message here is that you can't give what you don't truly feel is yours. We can't give our time when we don't feel secure that we have enough time for ourselves. We can't give our money when we don't feel secure that we have enough to take care of ourselves. The basis of generosity is feeling like you have enough. Now, you might say, okay, if I was rich, then that would be no problem. But the reality is that having a lot doesn't equal feeling like you have enough. We all know stories about stingy billionaires who refuse to share or about generous poor people who do share. Feeling like you have enough is actually about cultivating a sense of thankfulness. Researchers have shown time and time again that people who engage in daily gratitude practices feel more optimistic, feel better about their lives. And when we feel grateful, we're more capable of being generous with others. Then we can give a korban, an act of closeness, rather than feeling like everything we do is a sacrifice. So it turns out that being able to give to others is actually about the way that you take care of yourself, about the way that you build your own sense of gratitude. Building gratitude takes practice. And right now, this moment where so much is being asked of us is the best time to start to cultivate that practice. Maybe by jotting down a few sentences at the end of the day about what you're thankful for, or by saying blessings in the traditional Jewish way over food and drinks, over beautiful mornings, over the family that we're surrounded by. Maybe May we work to cultivate gratitude and generosity in our lives. May we recognize just how much we need each other, and in this difficult moment, just how lucky we are to have each other. Shabbat Shalom.